friends and welcome back to the sesh i am kendall and i am janelle and today we are giving you guys advice yeah that's right baby you asked for it well i don't actually don't even know if you guys asked for it but we wanted <laughs> no, to do they it totally did yeah that's true you guys like when we when you guys can submit questions or advice questions or whatever yeah we got plenty of responses i think true. they asked for it true and you guys loved our sex advice one so we wanted to open up mm-hmm. the the floodgates. The flood. Yeah. Thank you. That sounds really gross. <laughs> Open up the floodgates. Yeah. It sounds oddly sexual. Yeah. I was going to say it sounds really sexual. But anyways, <laughs> we're opening the floodgates um, to cover topics that have to do with anything and everything. That's right. And we got some good submissions. Crowley went through them. Um, and yeah, we're excited. Yeah. We're going to be helping you guys out, hopefully. I mean, hey, we're not professionals in any field so no this is just <laughs> true advice like if you went Correct. to a friend right and you just ask them what they think exactly you know take it or leave it right. you might think it's terrible advice and that's yeah, fine that's fine yeah but it maybe might be terrible advice maybe it'll inspire you to do the opposite of what yeah. we're telling you to do i don't yeah. freaking know maybe it'll be really good advice that really helps you solve your problem <sighs> shit maybe yeah. we should charge for our advice uh, like on shit. cameo or something <laughs> on cameo that'd be kind of <laughs> iconic Oh, what's boy. the deal with cameo dude cameo is so cool i bought you those cameos for I your birthday know. i love who them. did i get them from from the mooch oh yeah the and mooch. then kevin from big brother oh yeah who is like my Schuller. favorite guy ever Schuller. i love him so much yeah, and he did such a great job he with did that. he was such a little act it was so great so when you post a cameo does it go to everyone though no it just sends to that person oh i thought it was it- like posted to their feed no, 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 no. I think you just get it sent to you. Hmm. It's like your own private little message. Interesting. Yeah, maybe you should do Cameo. Eh, maybe. Charlie will do Cameo. I think the H3 guys are on Cameo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of them yeah. are. Some of the producers. Yeah, I wish Ethan was on it, but he's not. But like <laughs> AB is, Zach is, mm. Ian is. Oh, I would like one from Zach. I know, right? Play me a little song. I know, it'd be lit. <laughs> anyways <sighs> welcome back it's just us two yeah this is the first time in a few weeks it feels it, good it, to be back yeah, it does us. it was a minute that we had a bunch of guests we mm-hmm. had two episodes in a row if you guys didn't catch them of course they're linked below mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. linked on our channel yeah um that was some interesting people that we had it was on. it was very it was a really cool experience provoking it was mm-hmm. yes yeah, definitely mm-hmm. after each episode we kind of both like yeah <laughs> yeah like our minds were like <laughs> especially with Alyssa, i could just listen to that girl talk all day I know. like she's just her mind i know the things she says yeah totally i'm just like wow your I'm words just are like, poetry wow. i was like brain dead after meeting with her I like was i was exhausted. just like and like the best way possible but yeah same and i felt kind of bad that i barely talked on my own show oh i know i kept thinking that too i was like say something janelle and all i could say was interesting which is so fucking annoying when i was listening back i wanted to punch myself in the face so she's just so in her mind moves so quickly yeah. it's kind of almost hard to keep up with her so it's like a lot of work to follow what she's saying and absorb it all it actually made me tired yes and it, we were all tired after that oh, yeah. we all went to sushi after and we were all exhausted yeah we were she's awesome, awesome and you guys loved her so we'll definitely have to have her back out yeah, on the show for some, sure sometime i'm yeah, thinking yeah. after the baby comes i want her to come read her chart. that would be really cool she would said really she'd cool. come back so yeah and then there were like things that we wanted to get into too like numerology and stuff yes. that we just Didn't did have not time. have time for so yeah she'll definitely have to come back on the show yeah numerology is an interesting i don't know anything situation. about it i don't know much about it either so it's like i just know i'm a life path number three 
I don't really remember what that means. Is that based on your date of birth, basically, or your number, or your name? Or your name and your date of birth. Oh, the letters in your name, something okay. like that. Well, yeah, shit. I took a little like free quiz thing online at one point, and I came back with a three. But maybe I was wrong. I don't know. But that's not the same as the oh, fuck, what's that? Enneagram. That's, oh, right. That's not the same as that, though, I'm assuming, right? No, I don't think so. I think that's different. Isn't anagram or amagram, whatever Anag- that is? Anagram. Isn't that a personality test? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, so it's not the same. Right. All right. Very different. Very fact. different. Never mind. <laughs> Ignore me. But anyway, how's life been for you in the past couple of weeks? We haven't really got to do a life update. No, we haven't had a life update. Life's been pretty good. You know, just vibing, working. Yep. Um. I'm going on a trip in a few weeks, so that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Getting excited for that. And yeah, what about you? How's baby? What size is baby this week? <sighs> oh, yes. We have our fruit or vegetable of the week. We've got a banana here. That is a very ripe banana. <laughs> I know. Probably eat that. <laughs> I know. I don't think we will. That was just sitting in our fruit bowl. <laughs> Snatched it this morning. Um, yeah, baby's growing fast it's crazy like i had the 20 week anatomy scan last week mm-hmm. and she was four, uh, 13 ounces and now my apps are all saying that she's like 1.1 1. 1 oh pounds. wow yeah and then in like in two weeks literally six days okay yeah. you had it and then in the next two to three weeks she'll yeah. be over two pounds damn that's crazy it's she's growing quick it's nuts. Like, I think she'll be three pounds by the end of April or like beginning of May. Something wow. Like that. Josh and I were tweaking out looking at it last night. You're, you're feeling her? Oh, yeah. And now I'm, yeah, I am really feeling her in the past, yeah, about two weeks or so. I guess I haven't updated on the show, but yeah, I feel her. <laughs> I feel She's her. keeping me up. And not in a bad way, not in a painful way, but I Just don't like know. A distraction of yeah. the sense of like, oh, there's something there. Yeah. Like, and she doesn't actually wake me up out of my sleep, but I've been having pretty like, inconsistent sleeping i wake up to pee a lot and then once i'm actually up then i just start thinking and i like can't go back to sleep where i'm uncomfortable yeah and then just when i'm like kind of falling asleep she'll like move and i can feel it and it just reminds me that she's there and i'll start thinking Thinking about about her and everything yeah so damn i'm starting to hit that point where sleeping isn't great (laughs) dude that not gonna lie sounds really terrible (laughs) it is it is and i'm just really tired all the time I was tweeting about it this weekend. Just pregnancy exhaustion is crazy. And I've said, please don't tell me. Sleep now. Yeah, sleep now because just wait till the baby comes. And so I said that on Twitter. I was like, please don't say that. And then people started responding. It was like, oh, you're going to get way better sleep when the baby comes. Oh, like, really? Yeah. Like all the responses were like pregnancy exhaustion is way worse huh? than newborn because they were like your quality of sleep is so much better after i guess that makes sense like you may not be able to sleep for hours on end but when you do get sleep it's not like you're being disruptive enough to pee every five seconds and you're uncomfortable and your back hurts yes and makes sense it's not just all on me like josh can help me and right yeah because right now all he does is snore and annoy you right yeah today she was like i was gonna smack him in the face because he wouldn't stop i was getting annoyed last night well i've been making him wear these little nasal strips does it help it does help. Good. It helps a lot. I was telling John he needs to put those on this weekend, actually. I was oh, getting annoyed. very good. Did you know they actually have tape, too, that you can tape your mouth Oh, shut? yeah. I've told him about it. Mouth Josh taping. Josh it. Mouth taping is a real thing. Yeah. It's, people say it's great. I would love to tape John's mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. I want to do it. But yeah, Josh ran out of the strips, and I was kind of pissed last night. I was like, you need to be on it. Like, restock those motherfuckers. You better have a plethora. I was getting mad. And then I started saying last night, I was like, he was like, 
barely conscious when I said this too. I was like, you really need to be aware of your positioning when you're sleeping. <laughs> I got mad. He kept rolling over, and I'm like, "You asshole! You know you're gonna snore oh, so when you roll funny. over." But it's obviously he's like asleep, so he doesn't know. Yeah, but. he's unconscious. Yeah, Wait, that's hilarious. So <sighs> I was very annoyed last night. I was up from probably like four to six, just rolling around, couldn't get side to side. I keep having limbs just go to sleep, and not oh. even from circulation being cut off. Even in the car, like three times in the past week, my whole knee down on one side just completely like to the point where i almost can't walk out of the car uh, what the fuck is that normal i don't know, I don't know. is any of this normal who knows yeah the true. things there's so many symptoms of pregnancy that you wouldn't ever think of the other thing i've been dealing with lately is um itchy dry eyes that water all the time the more tired i am they start watering like i was texting you guys the other oh, night yeah. and i was like i need to take a nap i have to shut my eyes we were having this really funny text conversation we were it was april fool's day we were like oh my god this shit was we were <laughs> we were trying to prank john and jared and like we were yeah. texting about it and it was cracking us up but yeah you were like okay if i stop replying it's because i went to sleep because my eyes are burning they were literally tearing tearing down my face and then sydney was oh my god you guys were being so funny too i was like it was making me cry more it was so funny janelle it, oh like, that was the best did a little prank on john where she decided to vlog yeah i was like pretending to vlog because <laughs> yeah i have this camera and i was just messing around with it i was pretending to vlog but i was pretending i was like going up to him being like pretending to be an influencer to pre yeah pretending to be an influencer i was that like works. being like okay so i just got back from my workout um <laughs> i was doing like squats i'm trying to get my butt bigger for costa rica <laughs> i was in the gym and i could just hear him in the background goes the gym yeah lol the, <laughs> gym. the gym and then i was like shut up john and i was like so anyways now i'm gonna go make a kale smoothie and put some like seeds in it and he was like look at me like you don't go to the gym and then i was like do you think that they'll believe it though like try and he was like no they're not gonna believe it and then i like stopped recording and i was like did you believe that I would put that in there? He's like, no, I know you're fucking with me. I was like, damn it. God, it's impossible to prank that guy. That dude is very hard to prank. He didn't mm -hmm. believe. I was like, you really didn't believe me at all? He was like, no, Janelle, no. But you got Jared good. Oh, this yeah. shit was iconic. That was really funny. We took so many videos and I like, like truly made him think that I was like, oh, we're going to be featured in the session. Yeah, so yeah. I <laughs> sensed a voice memo and I'm like, Hey, Sydney. Um, so remember we talked about last week that we want you to do like a little day in my life thing for the sesh. So if you can just go ahead and like record yourself, just like doing whatever it is you're doing at home, like you and Jared could be in it. That'd be great. Like just give, talk about the dog, like give a fridge tour. Like I was just yeah, saying stupid tour. shit. And Jared totally bought it. Yeah, he got into it too. He was trying pretty hard. Oh yeah. He, he was like, to, told me to change. change our clothes. Yeah, he told me I needed to go change my clothes because I was like in pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were having shots and watching Jeopardy. Yeah, she actually yeah. records him and then sends it to us. Well, he like thought I was being really lame when I called it a chocolate mint shot. And he's like, what? A chocolate oh, yeah. mint shot? And then what was that actually a shot of? <laughs> Crown and Coke. But and she, she was, was like, like, this is a chocolate. And he was like, chocolate he was like, mint. Cho she was like, I don't want people to know I'm drinking Crown and Coke. It's so ratchet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of, oh, he amazing. actually felt, he really thought you were doing that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we might have to put some overlays of these clips. <laughs> it was, it was so pretty funny. good. It was I pretty was funny. dying at Janelle's when you're like, yeah, I did it about 20 steps. Or yeah, I was like, thousand. I think I did like 20 floors on the Stairmaster. <laughs> yeah. And he was just looking at me like. Okay, so it's been a few hours since I last talked to you guys. I actually just got back from the gym because I'm trying to get back into shape before I go on my trip to Costa Rica. The gym. 
What? The gym. <laughs> yeah. What? You working out? Uh, I think I did close to like, tw I want to say like 20 floors for stairs. I'm going to go ahead and make myself a smoothie now. After I work out, usually I like to make myself a protein smoothie with like kale and other random like seeds and stuff. Why are you laughing at me? Do you not think I'm going to be believable? Saying that shit, no. <laughs> All right, so what are we doing here? Are you asking me? Yeah. <laughs> Watch your Jeopardy. No. Okay, and what else do you have here? We got some shots. Why? Drinks. Why, babe? <laughs> Why do you have shots? This is Friday. Mine's a chocolate mint little drink, and then Jared's a chocolate mint. What's yours? What are you saying? I don't even know. Are you still filming? Yes. Okay. What are you, why are you saying chocolate mint? I want to say Crown and Coke. It's embarrassing. Have you ever seen that show with Ashton Kutcher? That silly show? No. He like jokes with people. Is it punked? Yeah. He's got punked. <laughs> it was I was funny. dying at Janelle's when you're like, yeah, I did it about 20 steps. Or yeah, I was like, I think I did like 20 floors on the Stairmaster, <laughs> yeah. and he was just looking at me like... It was Man, so entertaining. Shut the fuck <laughs> I was really enjoying watching those. So, anyways. And Sydney was like, you gotta prank Josh. And I was like, dude, I literally yeah. cannot move. I'm so exhausted. There's no <laughs> way I can prank anyone. <laughs> it was a good time. But, yeah, the watery eyes have been a weird pregnancy symptom. That I looked it weird. up, and it's an actual thing. You can get blurred vision and itchy watery eyes that's so annoying it's, yeah because they're kind of going right now even like i don't know it's just this one too oh really this one's way leaky this <laughs> one kind of starts but really this I one i hate the word leaky it's leaky oh, it's kind of a gross leaky word. butt leaky <laughs> eyes <laughs> leaky butt <laughs> anyways uh, yep, okay yep. so baby's a banana how many inches is that like seven eight? i don't know like that should i look it up on the app yeah look up the i like to know what the like 90s nostalgia or whatever it is that's a fun that's a fun one. thing yeah yeah it's okay, a good time let's check it out all right yeah, oh yeah can i get my ruler we'll just stand here and whip it around yeah this is part. my my staff yeah but then you don't need to have that that whole time i like you, it yeah but then it's very distracting for me Especially and it's for also in my viewfinder it's so annoying you're gonna want to do this you do the measurement okay what is it? It's saying that she is 10.5 inches. Oh, way bigger than this banana then. Yeah. 10.5 inches. It says large banana. This is probably like a small, medium banana. 10.5 Let the banana shame here. she almost a foot. She almost a foot long sub. <laughs> $5 foot long. Wait, that's pretty long. How much longer is she going to get in there? Maybe uh, they get all their length out. Aren't babies like 20 some inches when they come popping uh, out? Yeah, you're probably right. Isn't Especially it like little Timmy out. is eight pounds, 26 <laughs> Timmy. inches or something? Okay, this says that she's 11 to 12.5 ounces. My other app says 1.1 pounds. Okay, that's way so different. This stuff is, I mean, what that's the, the thing is everything and every baby is really different. That's like way different. Yeah, though. that is. Okay. Anyways, mm. what about the 90 nostalgia? Okay, it says Kool-Aid Burst. One of those little <gasps> Kool-Aid drinks. Dude, those are so good. 
Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love those. Mm-hmm. Fun. Good little twisty top. Yeah. Oh, I always and wanted them. my rose never from brought. Beauty and the Beast. Okay, that thing can that stuff confuses me when it does it like <laughs> sizes for Yeah. Like movies though, because how it's not a tangible thing. It's in a fucking movie. It's I a have cartoon. No idea. How does that it's so work? Weird. Anyways, that's yeah. very fun though. Ten point five inches. Yeah. Okay, actually this app is saying fourteen ounces. So hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Let's ask her. Yeah. What well, size are you? A little little camera thing. in there. FaceTime. <sighs> but yeah, she's getting bigger. She is. Well, I'm glad that you're doing well. Yeah, that the anatomy scan went well. Yeah. Anatomy scan went great. That's good news. Couldn't get everything because she was not in the right position. So I have to go back yeah. in four weeks, which I was kind of happy about. I get another scan. Yeah. They're stingy with those fucking scans. Mm-hmm. So get to have another look-see. But it was cool. It was like lighting up her different ventricles. Um, when are you going to go for your other 3D, 4D scan? Oh, I've got to decide. I'm thinking like 28 weeks, maybe, or 30, sometime between 28 and 32, <laughs> they say. is a good time. What are you right now? 21? Yeah. All right. 22. When this episode comes out, I'll pretty much be 22. Gotcha. How, this is so dumb. How long are pregnancies? How many weeks? 40? 40. 40, 40 weeks. weeks. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. Full term. Got it. Got it. But I'm really shooting for like 39. <laughs> really shooting for 39. <laughs> yeah. Didn't your doctor say you could like? Yeah, my doctor is really after yeah. a certain. She said 39. She said there's not much difference between 39 and 40. I'm definitely not going past. Not interested. That not sounds interested. awful. Don't try to convince me. So what's the latest she could come? When's your due date? Uh, August 12th. Okay. So after that, yeah. She. Would- I like the idea of August 8th. That's my prediction. Eight eight twenty eight eight. I think that's a good birthday. What day of the week is that? Let's take a look. It's a Monday. I already looked. Oh. Could get induced on a Sunday. You know what we'll already... do if it's a Monday? We'll do a live episode in <laughs> yeah. the delivery room on the sesh. <laughs> Good idea. Yep. In the right. delivery room. It was so funny. So I took a picture of this camera that I bought and I was like, any, I put on Instagram, I was like, any guesses what this is for? And I got so <laughs> many responses of people like, are you vlogging Kendall's baby? You're going to be the <laughs> photographer for Kendall's baby. Vlogging the birth of Kendall's baby. I was like, yes, I will be. In there, getting the action shot of the spread eagle. <laughs> oh, like, no. She goes, no. I told Josh if he's going to film it, I want him to film any type of the birth, maybe like from the back, like set it up behind the bed. You don't want any any action shots? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, maybe. We'll see. Wasn't your mom's an we'll action see. shot? Okay, is that too much? No, yeah, my mom. <laughs> this is crazy. I actually saw the video. My grandma was filming my sister's birth. Yeah. And my mom literally goes, Mom, go down and film some like film the down there and she goes down there and right as she does my sister comes flying out and there's blood everywhere like it was nasty gross. and i was just looking at the videos alone in my grandparents basement and i found it and i was like, like oh, oh my, my god. god yeah it scared the shit out of me how old are you uh probably like 10. Uh, some, 10 that's kind of like eep. yeah i that's, was i was a little shook yeah that's a little shooky I've, I've been done, watching births, like full frontal births since I was like I know, you're, seven, that's eight. That's so fucking weird. Crazy. I've gone uh-huh. a full 24 years without it. And You've I've never, never seen, seen it? it? No, no, no. We've you don't need to. It's You've not even time. You've never seen like no. unedited version of Knocked Up? They show a no. whole vagina that's in That's like barely like the even. the elephant birth? <laughs> What's what? the elephant have birth? Have you ever taken sex in high school? I had to see like a full. No, guys. I didn't have. I didn't go oh, to yeah. sex ed. Yeah. I didn't have sex ed. I literally did not have sex ed. And I've I've literally 
your parents wrote you out no no school has to have your parents didn't have it did they teach you what a condom is and no what no i promise you guys and i don't think i missed that day of school (laughs) but you went to public school so that's like part of that's the law i don't know if it's different in fucking pueblo colorado damn but pueblo's like nah (laughs) no it doesn't fucking (laughs) matter that day uh but you said you had it in elementary or middle school and high school middle school elementary and high I didn't have it in elementary, middle, or high school. Like, I promise you, I would have remembered that. I would have remembered sex ed. That's oh, so strange. Oh, only 24 states mandate sex ed. Oh. So maybe Colorado, Colorado isn't one of them. one of them? I don't know. That's interesting. Yeah, I remember elementary was like puberty. Middle school for me was like STDs. Yep. And high school was more STD. Yeah. Scare the shit out of you. Pregnancy. Birth. Don't have Birth. sex. Mine was protection, protection, protection. Watch protection. this thing come out. It was scary. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I really missed out on. No, outfit. you didn't. Trust me, you didn't miss out. I'll teach you sex ed. Well, I think you need to see a birth, Curly. Uh, I got a good one. You can should check we out. have her live reaction on the show? Oh my gosh, we should. You know of whose yours. birth is fucking awesome? Oh, what's her name? I think it's Laura Clary. She's on TikTok and Instagram for the most part. Is her? I sent it to Sydney, and she made Jared watch it. Yeah, she's a natural birth, and it is natural wow i mean her her vagina isn't on it but it's not on it oh, no, okay. it's like, on i'm surprised YouTube. tiktok allows that no but it's just like her just what she just, goes, yeah, goes through like oh, oh no. my god was it like Positions? an at-home birth oh, no man. she's at the hospital but it is oh yeah you she know does it kind of like standing up on this like bar you know they can hang on to a bar oh shit dude birth is so animalistic it's fucking oh, it wild i love watching it though you know what's it's crazy too is like i don't even like i'm imagining something because i've never seen like a canal <laughs> okay i've never seen it so like i've never seen like it i've never seen a birth so like i in my head i feel like i'm imagining something that's not it you, you could i mean yeah the, yeah the actual like the what happens like how much it stretches what it's it looks like, like is so like, crazy like when it's oh crowning God. like the, what does that mean that means like crowning is where the out. biggest part of the head is yeah. popping yeah. through i when honestly i've never i can't even imagine how big a vagina opens well it has oh, to open big. even wider for the shoulders yeah, but that kind of slips out. Once you get the cr- the biggest part out, it all kind of just like <laughs> comes out so fucking a lot. That, sound, that noise right there. So many birds. Was a lot. I love it. I think it's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm I've terrified, just never been but interested. I do. Really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I was interested when I was like seven years old. I asked my mom. She was like, let's go to the library and get some tapes. That's all life. Can't believe you know, it. That's so your mom. I watched, like, like, sure. Yeah. And she called my friend's mom and asked her if she could watch them with us. And my friend's mom was cool with it, too. She was like, hell yeah. I wish I knew you when I was a kid. Maybe I would have learned how to pre- pregnancy works then. Maybe you would have. <laughs> yep. Damn, yep. dude. It's pretty yep. interesting stuff. Another good one to watch, Carissa Pukas. Her birth was, she just posted it like in the last month or so. Beautiful. Natural. Looked painful. She did it in a bath at home. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. You know just who's like, a real, really bad strong. bitch? Oh, fuck. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> the girl who gave birth to twins at home. The one that Ashley Ashley Graham. Graham. Hers is not that, posted, but yes. No, it's not posted. But just the fact that she gave birth to twins Ugh. at home. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? And she was overdue. Yeah. By oh, like two weeks. She kept them in there for oh, a long time. Especially with twins. Bad, like that's pretty badass. rare. Normally they come a little earlier, but And they yeah. were natural they were naturalized. Yeah, at yeah, home. Them. Oh yeah, I guess. Mm. Good can't. for them. I will not be partaking in the natural route. Oh no, I would and never I don't feel bad about it. No, you, as you should not. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Personally, I'm I the to. second why I walk in the hospital, I'd be like, give me everything you have. <laughs> right fucking now. <laughs> yeah. I, the way that my doctor laid it out to me sounded really nice. Like she's like, you get 
to the hospital the night before will induce you. And then you, you know, get in a good night's sleep the next morning, you know, wait as your labor progresses. You might have a baby by, by dinner. So, sh- so that's like scheduling an induction yeah. then. Oh, yeah. Sounds so nice. Sounds like that's going to be like our loose plan. That sounds great. That I sounds- feel like the panic of like, oh, my water broke. It's 3 a.m. What do I do? Like, do I go? It's scary. Yeah, it is. I mean, but I mean you can't help that. Right. Like, there's a possibility that will still happen. Yeah. But if I got my way, yeah, I would pick like this date. I would come in, check in, have a nice little meal. Yeah. Have a nice little sleep. Have a nice little drug. <laughs> read a magazine. You know. That's right. Yeah. Magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's crazy. It's like the people that have where it happens so fast that they don't even make it to the hospital. That's my biggest fear. Yeah. That oh. like they're in the bathroom, they're on the toilet or they're like showering before they go to the hospital and the baby's coming out or they're in the car. Mm-hmm. That's scary to me. Imagine like racing to the hospital no, in your yeah. water. That That is like my biggest. I mean, I'm not going to, I don't plan on having kids, but scary though. I, that is like my biggest fear is like we do water <laughs> breaks at home and like it's an emergency and you have to like, <gasps> haul ass to the hospital and then there's no once you get there if you even make it no time for an no epidural. room no. or anything oh definitely no time for an epidural that shit that sucks so yeah we'll see how it happens i guess i have no control over this so <laughs> i guess to an extent you do kind of somewhat yeah you have like i don't know you can make you some choices can, but you yeah. may not even have time true. to make those choices correct <laughs> yeah very true anyway we've gone on about babies for a while it's been this has been your weekly baby update ding 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 next up on today's agenda advice advice but before we get into that let's thank our first sponsors for the day let's okay so question number one wait before we get into question number one we have a few announcements first announcement we will be taking next week off of uploading that's correct so i'm going on a baby moon there will be no episode going up on the 14th uh but we will be back the week after right also right. second announcement be sure to check us out on apple Podcasts and spotify please we actually upload our uh, video portion to spotify yep. it's a really cool way to watch so you check watch that out and then also we have a highlights channel and a tiktok everything will be linked below as always wonderful all right question number one hi ladies so i'm getting married this coming june and i have a dilemma my dad's ex-girlfriend has rsvp'd and i love her I really want her to be there. I know my dad won't mind seeing her, but his new wife Mm. is absolutely crazy. And I'm anticipating her throwing a fit about his ex being there. I don't want to uninvite either of these people, but I don't want to deal with a stepmother tantrum. What should I do? Step step monster. Step monster. Damn step monster. Right. Um, I say you get a bouncer and kick her ass out if she throws any (laughs) shit. You know? Honestly... I don't know what your relationship with is with stepmommy, but I would lay it out and be like, it's my day. It's one fucking day yeah. and you need to be able to pull it together. And if you can't, then unfortunately, probably not going to be able to be here. But I would do things that you can control in the sense of like, don't sit them next to each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, mitigate the damage as yeah, much as possible. Exactly. Like try and set it up for success or set yourself up for success for at least a low amount of stress as you yeah. can. But at the same time, I think you, they need to be aware that they're both going to be there. And that they kind of have to warn them, like, you guys are both invited and I expect good behavior because it's my it's my day. It's not your mm-hmm. fucking day. And you guys can fight it out after or whatever. But yeah. And if you're going to have any up. issues, then don't attend. Right. Then don't attend. You're an adult and you need to control yourself. And period. I think that if it's really, I don't, again, I don't really know the context, but I, you could even be like warning if you do throw a, what did you call a fit or a monster tantrum? Ugh. 
then you then be like be prepared to leave yeah be prepared for my bouncer to bounce you out (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't that close to having one like someone at my wedding to because my parents were going through divorce during my wedding like mid-court battling it out and they sucked it up and they did great. Yeah, I was gonna say they sucked it they up. They were setting it up together. Yeah. I was watching out the window totally. Yeah, confused. I was with them. They were fine. Yeah, it was great. And that's what you should fucking do because yeah. it's not your day and it's not about you. That is right. And if you're too selfish to realize that, then you should not attend. Amen. Very good. Anyway. Yep. Okay. How to get over the FOMO. Mm. I'm currently 18 weeks pregnant with my first baby and kind of miss going out with my friends. Oh, I can relate. I know it's a blessing and I'm very happy to be pregnant, but I'm kind of missing my old life a little. Hmm. I think this is something that you just naturally go through when you're pregnant. And and I mean, you guys still invite me out. Like we've gone, you know, yeah, and we, I have to get a mocktail and sometimes yeah. they're lame and it sucks. Yeah. And like I try to order something cool and they're like, oh, your option is Shirley Temple. Yeah, they're like, mm, you're going <laughs> to have to and grenadine, bitch. <laughs> 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 but um, it's still fun and... It's not as fun. You definitely miss it. And sometimes I do get a little FOMO-y. Like, yeah. Like, what if you guys all went to, like, a concert? There hasn't been anything like that yet. But I could see how there'd be things that you wouldn't be able to partake in or maybe you don't want to go to. That's the other thing is, like, what if you just don't feel comfortable because it's a scene where you're just not down to be around when you are pregnant. And I think that's almost just, like... Again, I'm not pregnant, so I don't have personal experience, but I would be like, that's almost something that you'd have to just like understand that that's one of the sacrifices that you're making, yeah. at least at least while you're pregnant. Not to say that once you have the baby, you can't go out and have right. a crazy night again. It's somewhat temporary. Right. Yeah. I will have my crazy nights once again. Oh, yeah. You will. I'm going to Odessa after the baby's born mm. and I'm going to have fun. My dad's going to watch Oh, my God. Her. I'm so fucking excited for Odessa. I'm gonna die. It's gonna be awesome. Um, but also one thing I feel like would be cool, and this can apply for even just people who aren't pregnant, is if you know that like some a group of someone or something is doing something and you're not going to try and make a plan on that same day that you can yeah. look forward to. So you're not just like sulking in bed and like looking at their Instagram That's stories being like, oh point. FML. You can be like, oh well, well I'm still, you know, I'm doing something with my partner, I'm going out with my other friends, or like yep. we're having a mom date or something like that. You know what I mean? Totally. Actually, I did that one time when you guys all went on that party bus for one of our friends' birthdays. Oh, yeah. And I just knew it wasn't gonna be a great scene for me and I'd probably not enjoy it. Yeah. So I didn't go and I went out to dinner with another friend and it was great. And it yeah, it distracted me from being sad in bed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is it's part of the experience. It's something where you gotta I think I mean, you kind of can't have everything. It's like one of those situations where you are having this huge blessing happen to you and Mm -hmm. it does come with some sacrifices. It does. And that's, yeah, it can be kind of hard though. And it's okay to feel those feelings. Um, But no, it's totally normal and that your friends still love you and one day you'll be back kicking again. True that. Okay, so this next one is heavy, but I wanted to include it because there was a lot of these ones that you guys were sending. So it sounds like a lot of you guys are going through similar things. So I'm going to touch on it briefly. It's about um, abuse. Just one warning. If you don't want it, skip it. My boyfriend beat me up, but only once, but I'm almost positive he might hurt me one day. Thoughts. My biggest piece of advice is to have a safety plan in play. If you do decide to leave, make sure that you have a bag packed that they don't know about obviously Mm -hmm. i would say that if you can find someone close to you that you can talk to this about that's extremely important 
to know that you're not going to go through this alone and that if you do decide to leave that they that person also knows so that they can be in your corner ready to help you um and then also we will leave resources down below and i felt like i wanted to include this even though it's a light show because like i said a lot of you guys submitted this and i know it can be very lonely of a place to be mm -hmm. in i'm so sorry that you're going through this I wish that there was like specific advice of like what to do, what not to yeah. do. But I would say the biggest thing is to make sure that you have a safety plan mm -hmm. in place. And it's such a difficult question to answer because obviously we don't want anyone to be in an abusive relationship, but we know that there are a million reasons why someone may not feel comfortable or able to leave. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just, it's really difficult, especially with this one is so short, yeah. not knowing any of the background information, but I think that's great advice. And possibly being aware of a place where you can go that has professional help as well. Yeah. And we'll leave some like generic resources down below and places that you can go find like um, local resources wherever you live. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it is really tough. And there's no one like blanket way to no. do this because everyone's situation is so different. Right. Um, but I would say that try and find someone that you know you can trust to talk to about talk to them about this. And that if it does come down to leaving the situation that you have a plan in place that mm -hmm. you can leave it in a safe, the safest way possible. Yes. Okay. Here is the next one. So my dog passed away in October. Oh, I'm sorry. Age 10 and a half. Mm. And it's crossed my mind to get another. Only I keep feeling overwhelmingly guilty about even considering another dog after only five months. I live alone and I basically lived for my old dog. Mm. Man, it's so sweet. Uh, these last few months have been very difficult to adjust to life without a dog. How do I move forward and potentially add a new member of my family without feeling guilty? I feel like so many people go through this when they mm -hmm. lose a pet of like, but I can't just replace that pet. Like, yeah. Well, you're never going to replace that pet. Every no. pet is so different. Yeah. But I think if your dog could talk and was a human, they would want you to be happy mm -hmm. and would want another companion for you. Mm -hmm. And I don't think you have to feel guilty about that. I don't think... You know and i think you said it perfect in the sense of like it's not replacing it no what you had you don't have to look at it as like oh well now that i have this new dog it's replaced my old dog and now i don't have to think about him anymore but instead of that it's more so like that having that companion brought me so much love and especially the fact that you say you live alone mm -hmm. that's really hard to go from having someone that yeah. like you could come home to and like if you guys people who out there who have pets like you get it they're part of your family yeah. like a hundred percent so mm -hmm. if you all of a sudden lose a family member and you're living alone, like that's really hard. So, I mean, I think that it's not a selfish thing and and not something that you should feel guilty about because yeah. you want to fill that void in your heart, not replace it, but help bring that love back that you had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like you yeah. said, I think your pet would want you to be happy. Yeah, absolutely. So. And also, like, you can get it without having the expectation that it's going to be, like, your... No. But, like, it'll be the same that you had before. I mean, a new experience. Right. New pet. Even if you get the same breed, it could be a totally... Most likely will be a totally different personality, mm -hmm. different type of dog. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, I'm sorry your pup passed away. Yeah, it's very sad. very hard. Okay. How do I deal with living in a place that I don't like? So basically, I'm originally from a medium-sized town close to a big city, close enough that everything you wanted was within 30 minutes of a drive. Uh, I chose a school that was about two hours away because I wanted to be close to my family, and this program had a really good 
reputation for their music education program, which is what I want to do. I study piano with a professor who I really love and has changed my life, except I hate it here. It's windy as fuck, ruining any good weather days. It's a small city, so it has none none of the exciting city, oh, city's excitement with all the city problems, higher crime, drug problems, etc. And there's absolutely nothing fun to do. Uh, I do a four-hour round trip to my hometown almost every weekend because I'm sad up here, but driving that much gets hard too. Uh, The music ed program closer to home has an awful reputation, so I'm stuck here. The fact that I don't even have the choice to move for the next four years frustrates me. Okay. Kentel and I went to school in a place that was sounds very similar to this. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Not a lot to do. Wasn't a lot around a lot of things. No, you know, pretty. I've always called it Cowtown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that your best bet is to try and find people there that mm-hmm. you enjoy. And that's probably most likely going to be in your music program because that's where you're at all the time. But if you can find friends there or like a group of people that you enjoy hanging out with, then mm-hmm. being there is going to feel a lot less shitty. Because unfortunately, yeah. there's nothing you can do to like make, make the yeah. city better. And yeah. like you said, you can drive to can other the cities, but like, start some new stuff. <laughs> Actually, no, run for mayor. <laughs> <laughs> put in some several put restaurants some, and put breweries. In some restaurants, yeah. Put in a bar. No, but I think that you kind of have to say like, this is what I have mm-hmm. to work with. And if it, you have to weigh your pros and cons. If staying in this city is, but also staying in the music program is better than leaving the music program to be in a better city, which it sounds like you said you're not willing to leave because the music program there is good and the one closer to home is bad. So if you are going to stay there, I think then you're going to have to figure out ways to make it as good as possible. And also if you're having a hard time joining or finding friends within your program to look at your schools like clubs and like social things that are already kind of set up for you because i can understand that finding friends Mm -hmm. by yourself is is hard like it's hard to make friends and Mm -hmm. so if you can like join something that's already established like a club Mm -hmm. or a extra poetry slam yes (laughs) like bible study i don't know there's so many just (laughs) there are so many different ways to find groups of things of with people who have similar interests in you nowadays even that um that app you know, Bumble, like Bumble friends or oh, something. Oh, there's Bumble friends too. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, there's tons of like meetup apps or just even Facebook groups that if you have similar interests. It's so true. Having friends makes a shitty town a lot better. Yeah. Because then you guys can like bond over how shitty it exactly. is. Exactly. And then you find like little places, like little restaurants mm-hmm. or, you know, like things that kind of suck, but they, to you, they kind of become special yep. over yeah. time. And remember, it's only temporary. You're only going to be in school so long and even though it may not seem like it now, you might look back at this time with fondness. I agree. And it's only nuns. four years too. I mean, really? Yeah. 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 I mean, I know it's not, it, it sounds like a lot, but it's not. It's a small part of your If you have good people around life. you, yeah. Like yeah. if you can develop that, I feel like it's actually, it's almost like fun because mm-hmm. you're not actually in a big city or whatnot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's the no, way you I really of it. do bond over like being in a small place. Yeah. And I guarantee you, you are not the only one who feels this way. So I'm sure there are people out there in your same yeah. boat that are looking for friends too, or just looking for ways to not hate where they live so much. And if it's going to set you up for a good future, it's going to be worth it. Yeah, I agree. This one's interesting. I've had my pet leopard gecko for over a month now. What do I name her? Shit. 
Well, we don't know what she looks like. Yeah, so we need a picture. All leopard geckos look kind of the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. I've been watching Parenthood, this old show, and the kids named the the geckos guacamole and salsa. And I really <gasps> like that. So fun. Maybe. Name your gecko guac. Yeah. Or taco what? could be fun. Taco looks so cute. Taco the I like gecko. food names. It's That's fun. really cute. Or burrito. Burrito. Yeah. Burrito the gecko. Nacho. Tequito. Nacho. Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> Tequila. What about okay. Jasmine? It looks like a Jasmine. Jasmine. Jasmine the gecko. Wait, that's kind of fun. Oh, I love leopard geckos. They're so cute. I don't know. People, leave your comments down below what she should name her gecko. How about Little Cheetah Girl? Cheetah? Raven. Cheetah Delicious. Raven. <laughs> Raven Simone. Yeah, there you go. Adrian Balon. Oh my God. <laughs> what were their names in the movie? Fucking, oh, I don't, I don't remember. Re- I don't remember either. I think their their names were their real names. Maybe not. I don't know. No. Oh, okay. No, no I don't think so. Maybe. Okay. Dorinda. It's the only one I remember. Dorinda. <laughs> Dorinda. Okay. Hi from Colorado. I'm graduating this spring and I'm planning to move out of my house. I've been in a long distance relationship with my boyfriend for almost two and a half years and want to move in together. What advice do you have on moving in with your significant other? Don't. Just kidding. <laughs> I had kidding. a great experience moving in with yeah, Josh, me but I mean, it depends on the person. It's so, it's difficult. And I, I wish there was more information here about like what issues you might totally be facing or like what you're nervous about so we could give specific advice. Yeah. Um, but be patient. That's my biggest advice is it's, it's going to take some time. There's going to be some bumps in the road. Yeah. You've got to get used to each other. Living with anyone, even a roommate. Totally. Um, can be a little different especially with your significant other though because now you're most likely going to share a bedroom and that's you know you're a sharing lot. like it's really personal space right yeah i agree and there was stupid little things when i first moved in that were weird like oh how am i going to go to the bathroom with him oh there? really like oh god i used to sleep with a bottle of foundation next to my bed <laughs> it's really embarrassing to admit that but i'd literally try to wake up before josh and like rub some shit on <laughs> It was so embarrassing. Okay, this is like 10 years ago. Dude, but. back in the day, the way I remember you'd put foundation, you'd be like, oh my God, you guys, I treated it like fucking lotion. Yeah, it no, was no. disgusting. I would literally dump it in my hands, smack it on my face and like rub it in. I was wild. I was out of control with the foundation. <laughs> out of control with the foundation. <laughs> but um, oh yeah, things like that. And I would find like ground rules, things that you're not willing to budge on. Like if you absolutely cannot stand when they, if the milk carton is left out on the counter like make that clear that you really would like that to not happen <laughs> or like things that you're willing to work with be patient on but or then the have clear dishwasher. communication the dishwasher seems to be a point of contention for a lot of couples oh. how to load it right oh, like people like it. want it certain ways mm. <laughs> oh yeah josh well, just does yeah. it he doesn't like hey. me to do the dishwasher at all because i always load it wrong <laughs> one thing that was helpful for john and i is that we kind of like picked things that we hated cleaning the least and we stuck like i fucking despise cleaning bathrooms it's so annoying to me i would rather do dishes a hundred times over really clean bathrooms i'd rather do bathrooms i would rather clean a whole kitchen top to bottom than do a bathroom and john i don't think really minds doing his bathrooms as much so he like pretty much has always cleaned the bathrooms and i pretty much Mm. always like deep clean the kitchen meant to be meant to be also maybe if you don't mind taking out the trash then he can do the vacuuming or something. I don't know. Just trying to find ways that you guys can like cohabitate. Cohabitate. Co- make a chores list. I don't know. Yeah. Make a chores heart. They are long distance. 
right now. Oh, that's so a good that point. Does You're right. kind of yeah, change so everything. I wanted to ask you guys, like, what do you oh. think are big things for that? Sydney, we should the, be asking you. You're the oh, one who is true. long distance for almost eight years or about that's eight insane. years. Then eight moved years. in together. What was your experience? Um. Well, I I don't I really don't have like a bunch of advice because I've only done it one time. So it's not like I've done it multiple times. But I'm gonna say having your own space is big because you're gonna want to be with each other a lot. At least that's how I was with Jared. And then it, if you don't have like your own established space, it's hard. Mm. And then you don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings, right? Like you don't want to be like, oh, I'd, you know, get annoyed or whatnot. So well, it's interesting too, because me, me and my partner were both long distance for the first year and a half of our relationship. And I mean, you guys live in different, you guys live in different states, right? Mm -hmm. So in a way, like you're right, like you do want to spend every moment together because you you're not together right. normally. You do kind of have to like, you know, think about that before you go into it because otherwise you get annoyed quicker. You're going all in, you're, you know, you're spending waking to sleeping moment with them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's how I would think about it. Like if, if like, I mean, I'm not sure how it was with you guys, but if you guys, you guys were not together, you guys didn't see each other for months or oh, yeah, years no. on end, right? Oh, or was it, did you guys like? It's like once a month towards the end of it. How do I say this? Like limit your expectations, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, just because, yeah, just because like, again, like you're not with them every day. You don't see them constantly. Yeah. So going and like making the switch where you're with them every live, like every yeah. single day, yeah, yeah, yeah. it could get a little like much. Intense. So you, mm -hmm. you really yeah. want to like think about that before you go into it. Mm -hmm. That's, I don't know. That's what, that's my advice. Sydney, what did you have for like separate spaces? Did you guys have more than one bedroom or? Yeah, so when we first moved in together, we were lucky enough to have a two bedroom. Mm -hmm. So that helped a lot because if he wanted to play video games, yep. which that Josh was had that, that was the hardest thing <laughs> I had games. to understand. Hey, you guys both had your men oh, into yeah. the games. You guys were pissed. I had to shut game. that shit down. Like, no more games. Okay, but the game, <laughs> when the height of kidding. being into it, yeah. you know, I mean, it wasn't like, oh, you can't play your video game. No, I mean, it was like six to eight hours. Yeah, that's Jesus. how. I mean, some guys are like that, especially when they live on their own. Like, yeah. they'll game well, and they're with their friends all day, every in day. Their game. So, like, yeah. I'm here. Set some boundaries. Oh, I started. That's what I used to do. And I was wrong. I would like kind of make loud noises. Right. <laughs> and I would kind of stomp around to like ruin his gaming. And then I He's pretty like, much like, oh, um, yeah. <laughs> And then he'd like look over and I just like, you know, give him a look. And I'm like, hey, why am I not using my words if I'm, I'm upset right now? So I just I like there, let yeah. it get built up. So mm -hmm. now we know I or now he knows, too. And he's not like that anymore. I think it is like a phase when you're living mm -hmm. by yourself where mm -hmm. you live with like your buddies and you all play video games. Again, I feel like all of our points kind of go back to patience again. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> a learning curve and you'll find your rhythm. Yeah. It's or, gonna be or you won't and it'll be the end of that which i mean that sounds harsh but i'm just saying like yeah. that's a really it's a really good way to test if things will work yes long term or not yeah yeah and if you can swing to get a two-bedroom i know with rent prices these days that's really hard but having your own space or even having two spaces like where, even a one bedroom yeah. where you can chill in the living room and he can go in the bedroom oh, yeah. or something yeah. yeah i think that makes a big difference me and adam fucked up in that in that sense we had a one bedroom for we had roommates when we first moved in together so we were always always together Ooh. and so like now like we moved into a two-bedroom recently and it's life-changing <laughs> so please get your own space <laughs> yeah i think space definitely. definitely helps and even if that means like leaving and going on like just going to do something by yourself for a bit just getting your own space okay so this next one says i have a crush on my therapist 
He's single, first of all, and he's 15 days older than me. We have so much in common. However, he's obviously my therapist, which is complicated. It is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's also moving across country at the end of May. I'm wondering if I should go for it with him and tell him how I feel or if it's a bad idea and I just need to let it go. Please help me. I feel like there's a lot, not a lot to lose by going for it, but I need your help. Let it go. It's illegal. I was going to say, <laughs> I want to hear Janelle's take on that. Let it go. He will lose his license. Yeah. It's illegal. You can't have any sort of relationship with a part with a um, client outside it. I think it has to be like past five wow. years of no contact, like no oh, patient damn. to counselor contact. Yeah. Big, 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 big no no. Big it's like probably Five one of the years. I think so, yeah. So it's, what it's at least oh, there must this must happen to people all the time where they fall in love with their therapist yeah, or I mean, their people, therapist falls in love with it them. It happens and then it Having becomes intimate a humongous ethical issue and most of the time it doesn't end well. Wow. And like the courts can get involved. It's really, really sticky. So unfortunately, let it go. <laughs> wow. Interesting. I did not. I've always wondered about that. I didn't know anything about the five years. I thought maybe if you're like in love with your therapist, you like you know, you would think it'd be like, oh, as long as you agree not to be each other's client counselor, then you can go off. No, that's but like one of the biggest, anything. that's one of the biggest things I learned in grad school was like, you absolutely cannot have any sort of relationship outside, even like a Whoa. friendship. You really have to keep that shit locked up. That's interesting. I always thought like maybe you could drop, you know, not be a client anymore yeah. for like a month or two and then cook it up. No, nope. No, wow. there's a lot of really strict. It's very, That's very, very strict. Good advice, so, Janelle. Solid advice sorry, on that one. Sorry, you're going to have to let that one go. Don't Just let him move. Make and him lose his license. If he's stupid enough, to, he should know that that's not a thing. So, um, Or maybe she's worth it, that he's like, I'll no, just toss my whole career. No, but even if he does lose his license, it's not like he'd be like, oh, well, I'll just quit and not be a therapist. I don't care. I'm going to be with you anyways. Like, you can still get in a lot of legal trouble. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Complicated. Because that can, be looked, that can be looked at as, like, abuse towards the client. Because of the from, dynamic from the yes from the counselor. oh I, I can see that yeah so, yeah mm. it's not gonna work unfortunately wow so sorry Tell it like it is that's some good advice maybe they didn't know that no they probably I mean I'm sure you didn't I wouldn't know that unless I had gone to school yeah so, don't no not your you fault feel. I'm not like shaming you or anything I'm just letting you know okay I'm curious so work. what if you are you know you're giving therapy to someone you don't have a crush on them but they all of a sudden tell you like I have feelings for you and like, yeah what do you do like be like session over this is done. <laughs> Like, uh, listen it's not mutual i think you would make it very clear that that's it's not appropriate to have any sort of relationship like that and that if for some mm. reason you guys can't move beyond that then you will have to terminate your work together wow yeah that's interesting damn and i can see how that would happen like all the time you're sharing these intimate moments and oh yeah mm, that's dicey that sure is. Sorry, All pal. Right. Well, good thing Janelle was here to answer that question because I would have probably out. said some dumb shit. <laughs> You're like, yeah, just let them know. You're just just tell them how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> your you heart. can tell them how you feel, but they should know to react in a very, well, that's nice, but hmm. I'm flattered, Absolutely but not, not really. <laughs> how do I tell my husband that it's time to start having a baby? I have tried with subtle hints in the past, but I'm not sure if it's something I need to flat out say. I know men aren't always the best at reading hints. How do I go about this discussion? Okay, I feel like in this situation, hints are not the way to go. Mm -mm. You got to be very clear. If you want a child, it's a big decision. And your partner has to be on board with you about, first of all, having the child. Second of all, timing for having said child. You absolutely want to flat out say it. Like, <laughs> you need to as soon as possible. You just start the conversation. 
I would like to have a baby. What do you think? And that's where you start. It doesn't mean you have to be like, and I want to start tomorrow, but just plant the seed of like, I want a baby soon at some point. Yes. And what do you think about that? Yeah. And then you guys can discuss it. If it's the right thing for both of you, then you can kind of plan a time, but you can only plan so much. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not something you want to hint about though. It's not like a gift. Where you're just like, (laughs) hey, um, I really like this car. No. Go to Target and be like, those are cute baby clothes. eh?" (laughs) No, definitely not with this situation. You got to be very upfront with having a baby. It's a big deal. Yeah. You could surprise someone. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Just stop taking birth control and go for it. Oh, yeah. No, that she did not mean that. No, I'm totally joking. (laughs) Did not mean that. Swear. Yeah, that is that is um, not a great way to go about it. Oh my god! No, it's not. Surprise! (laughs) Pull the goalie without them knowing. Mm. Surprise, motherfucker! Guess what? (laughs) Yeah, definitely don't do that. Okay, hi guys. I struggle really bad with anxiety, social anxiety especially, so much so that it feels like it ruins my life. Mm, So sorry. It's terrible. So common. I and I relate to it in some sense. You know, I definitely get like bouts of uh, social anxiety. I'd love it if you guys could give me advice and helpful coping methods. I look up to you guys so much. Um, thanks for sharing your love and energy with us. I wish we had more context of what like specific yeah, examples that situations. you feel this in. Like, are you afraid of crowds? Then I would set yourself up for not being stuck in those all the time, not saying yes to social events that require tons of crowds. One thing I would suggest is... If you know that you have a specific event to go to or something and you can visit that location ahead of time to almost like prepare yourself for what like so at least you're familiar with like your surroundings beforehand because I think part of it is like you've never been to this place you don't know what it's like obviously if it's like a friend's house and they're having a party you can't be like well can I come ahead of time and scope the place out that's why I'm like I need more context coping mechanisms Hmm. I would it's hard because it's like, do you have social anxiety with the people you're around? Yeah. Is there something specific across the board that affects Not you? Context. You could like create a plan in your mind in case you know that like if something goes bad and you need to leave, you have a plan of like mm-hmm. how you're going to leave, like the excuse you're going to make mm-hmm. up or who's going to pick you up or something like that. So that at least when you go there and you know that if it gets to be too much and you need to leave that you at least have that in your mind of like, okay, I know that I can get to a safe space yeah. if it becomes too much. Yeah, that's a good, I like that. If it's something that's more like going into public, like going into the grocery mm-hmm. store, that was like my thing is I didn't like to go around people I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't like to go places by myself. Mm-hmm. And so I would try to challenge myself to go in like small bur- spurts, mm-hmm. like just go to the grocery store and get a smoothie or like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, a quick target lap and, yeah. you know, just kind of work your way up yeah definitely but yeah it's hard and just know you're not alone so many people experience some type of social anxiety it's it very is really common. hard yeah if you do see a therapist definitely bring it up with them because they'll be able to yeah. give you like specific pointers for your specific situation definitely see a therapist that can help a lot i know it's easier said than done for sure but that would be my advice i'm sorry i can't be more specific All right, we're going to do a handful more. But before we go ahead and dive into them, we're going to take one last ad break. Okay, this next one says, my mom refuses. I love that people say mom. Mom. So much better than mom. (laughs) My mom refuses to believe the fact that I'm not straight. I've tried to come out to her and she just tells me that I don't know yet and that I'm wrong. LOL, question mark. (laughs) 
I feel like I've tried to tell her, so it's not my responsibility now, but some of my friends think I should write her a letter and maybe she would see how painful it is for me too because I feel like I panic in the moment and I don't speak too well on the subject. Understandable. What do you guys think? Genuinely would really appreciate the advice. Thank you. Love listening to the sesh. I think the letter is a, a great idea. I mean, it doesn't hurt to get your feelings out. Mm -hmm. If she still doesn't get out of the letter, then it's really not your problem at that point. Mm -hmm. And eventually she is going to have to get it at some point. Yeah, I always am pro letter writing because yeah. you get your thoughts across without being interrupted. And you mm -hmm. also have time to like think through clearly without getting your emotions in the way. And then you like stutter yes. over your words. You feel like you can't get your thoughts out. Totally. Especially and then, with your parents. Yeah. It can be really hard to confront your parents totally like emotions can just overtake you yeah. you can't think right and also on the flip side the person who's receiving this news has the ability to process it digest it and think about what their reaction is rather than just reacting in an emotional way yeah i'm always for a letter yeah and like i said if she doesn't get it at that point it's really not your problem you know you go continue living your life the way you want to live it and she either gets on board or she doesn't get to be part of it, unfortunately yeah, for unfortunately her. Unfortunately for her. Yeah, I'm pro letter. I'd write them a letter for sure. Pro letter? Pro letter. I'm always pro letter. So there's a guy that recently got hired at my job and he has slowly dropped hints that he likes me. He recently gave me his number on a piece of paper, which I told him I lost. I'm gay and I've mentioned this to him, but he continues to tell me that he can, quote, turn me. I've kindly rejected him multiple times, but he's president. Oh, um, I don't know how else to approach this without being rude. And I'm afraid if I'm pushed too hard that he could get me fired because I'm in a team leader position. I've mentioned it to my superior and they said there's nothing they can do without a proper complaint or an incident report. I don't want to get this guy fired, but he's slowly making me more and more uncomfortable. What else can I do? That mm. is a horrible situation yeah, to be in. That is. Oh, so sorry. You're dealing with that. Personally, if it were me, I would go ahead and file a report. Yeah. Proper complaint. I mean, that's like borderlining harassment so oh, that and could is get definitely very harassing and could get very much worse very fast especially the fact that he said this to you and then he continues yeah the to fact do it that you finally rejected him yeah. you did your part you said oh i'm not interested yep. thanks lol bye and but, he's still pushing on to you yeah also next time he does it go right away that he says i can like that he can turn her yeah, or he can turn so them annoying. is yeah. so disgusting and yeah. so like that is yeah harassment. and honestly like who knows who else he's been doing this too if yeah. he's done this to others in the past mm -hmm. and maybe he's just continued to get away with it because they didn't want to report it i totally get you don't want to get them fired because it's like oh i don't want to be responsible for that but at the end of the day like maybe that's a lesson he needs to yeah. learn yeah yeah that's fucked and i think you can i don't know how this works completely but i'm pretty sure you can like go to hr anonymously in the sense of like don't yeah. go to him and be like oh Susie told on you and said yeah. blah 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 which obviously that's a hard situation because there's a good chance they, they would know. figure out yeah. it was you but i think don't you let that be a concern yourself. hr is there for a reason protect yourself and file a report because mm -hmm. yeah like they said unless you really like do do an incident report it's like they can't they like can't really do anything without yeah you know something to back themselves up with but you have i mean i would go and write a report and i think yeah there's enough there to and take action it sounds like this person might deserve to get fired to be honest that's so inappropriate yeah definitely god you can turn me like just no means no yeah god, but, some people just have no fucking sense it's like no how big is your goddamn ego Fuck. huge apparently 
I got into a pretty bad car accident today. Luckily, I only got a few scratches, but it was very scary. Besides the fact that my car is totaled, I feel like I'll never drive again. Do you guys have any advice on how I can move forward? Any coping strategies? Oh my God, I'm so sorry. That is terrible. I'm so glad you're okay. Physically, at least. Yeah. But that's so scary. Yeah, that's ugh, just the car accidents can be so just shocking and oh, so mm -hmm. intense. I mean, whether you get injured or not, it's just so, such a scary thing. It can be so sudden and just. Yeah. Your body fun. reacts. Like yeah. your body reacts. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So I actually did go through a time where I didn't drive because I was terrified, not because I had an accident, but I was pulled over so many times. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. I went through a streak. I think I've told this before, but um, I went through a period in high school, my senior year, where I was pulled over like five or six times for stop signs. Like really, I was just rolling stop signs. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. It was really bad, and I became really afraid of driving and afraid, and like I kind of let it go for years, and then I was like okay with driving for a while, but then I went through a period recently, actually. Yeah where I just like did not want to drive. My anxiety was really high and I went to therapy and it really, really helped. And now I drive and I was, I was afraid to drive by myself, especially for a while. I had to slowly like work back into it. Mm -hmm. Like I'll just go around my neighborhood for a while and I'd always have to have someone with me. And now I just drive by myself. Um, but it's something you really have to be gentle with yourself about and don't force yourself to drive because that's going to put you in a scary situation um, which I know that's not, it's a little easier said than done because you might be in a situation where you have to drive. Yeah. Or you could lose a job or, right. you know, be impacted in school. Right. But I really recommend therapy. It helped me kind of like dig down into why I was so afraid of driving and what was causing me anxiety and work with some issues that were like below the surface. Do you remember what your therapist told you to try and like initiate the idea of like getting back into it? Like, was there something like some type of like exercise that he had you do to be able to feel more comfortable again or did you drive just... the neighborhood yeah somewhere off of the main roads because my fear was police or like running into someone like I didn't trust myself yeah. I was afraid so I have ADHD I was afraid I'd do something stupid and like run a red or <laughs> something like that um so I had to really like gain my confidence back mm -hmm. and that just took time and practice yeah. and I had I've had some accidents too not like anything too bad but like fender benders and stuff and those can definitely shake you up and i feel like confidence is like a big thing Huge. i'm not gonna lie i i struggle with this um at times just because it's yeah and it, when you're in that moment it can only get worse sometimes personally mm -hmm. for me and then it mm -hmm. gets harder to drive you know and then yeah. you're like oh my gosh but i'm driving right now but yeah i think confidence is like a big thing like to yeah. build that up is yeah and it is helpful. good to like slow yourself into it because like I mean I yes. got into like a little thing I didn't have a car for a few months and I was really yep. afraid to like drive but um it did take me a while to like really feel confident in that and driving because if you don't feel confident in driving mm -hmm. your your anxiety is going to take you off yeah <laughs> it's, your, your anxiety is going to puts you in all these different yeah, situations yeah and yeah it's, go slow go easy on yourself though too yeah work back into it and don't feel stupid or you know just give yourself the ultimate patience that you're taking this time for your own safety to build your confidence back up. But it's understandable. I think so many people out there can relate. Also, there's a specific type of therapy called EMDR. It stands for eye movement oh, desensitization yep. and reprocessing. 
and it's used a lot for traumatic experiences ptsd and especially like car accidents where there's a specific event that shook up your life Mm. and it can be very intense so i would say definitely don't just jump right into this go talk to um a therapist about potentially getting into it but basically the idea is in a way like re i use this term loosely but reliving your trauma in a way that's very in a controlled and safe environment while also doing bilateral movements so like tapping left to right uh eye movements that's the that's where the term really came from but there's also like little buzzers in your hand but it's basically a way to retrain your body to get through that traumatic experience but then be able to work through it and mm-hmm. move past it so that every time you get in a car you're not mo- you're not triggered back into what it was like when you were in that accident um yeah great advice this is I've a great kind of episode for you to do this is really putting your education <laughs> to use here yeah you're helping so many people like i said <laughs> be careful i've never done it personally i've seen it do amazing things for people but you have to be yeah. very very careful you mm-hmm. have to have safety plans in place you have to really trust your therapist Mm -hmm. so don't like jump right into this but i'm just saying that if like you know down the road you still feel like you can't get over this that's something to look into emdr Mm. i've heard it work wonders for people yeah i've heard it's really great too i've never done it myself but very interesting how it all works yeah Mm. it is okay we're gonna take one more okay let's do it how to handle a friend that you can't trust to keep your secrets don't tell them your secrets i was about to say can't tell them unfortunately <laughs> nope you don't tell them you find someone else to tell your secrets to yep or you just don't tell anybody <laughs> you don't have control over them telling Mm-mm. your secrets or not but you have control over whether the fact you're going to tell them your secrets right yep um yeah, yeah there's no way you can like guarantee can't change them you. no you could i mean you could tell them that you feel like they're not trustworthy and express that yeah but that does not mean jump right into telling them secrets as soon as you do because no. they're probably not gonna learn that fast no um but yeah maybe start with like small secrets little things and see if they little can keep th- them have they are so i'm assuming that this person's already proven that they're not able to keep secrets like it sounds like you've already had an experience where mm-hmm. you told them a secret and they fucking told someone else or whatever mm-hmm yeah unfortunately you really you can't make them be good at keeping secrets that Mm -hmm. just might not be they could be a good friend in your life for other ways but Mm -hmm. maybe they're just not there to serve you as their secret as your secret keeper yeah that's That's, really yeah that's really interesting that you said that because like that's true you do have different friends for different purposes like not different purposes but you have different Mm -hmm, friends for different things like maybe they're a great friend to go to when you're feeling sad to cheer you up and to have a Mm -hmm. fine night with or maybe there's someone you can always count on to you know do a favor for you if you're stuck in a sticky situation but you know different friends are there for different reasons yeah some people just are not good at keeping secrets no but again i feel like you could tell them how you feel and if you wanted to and then slowly over time maybe you can build that trust back up Mm -hmm. maybe they need to be aware that you're feeling that way yeah definitely but yeah don't tell them anything right now no (laughs) nothing that or if you do tell them something i mean tell them knowing the fact that there's a chance it could get out and if yeah. you definitely don't want it to get out then don't tell them yeah maybe like i said test them with something small yeah. and stupid luckily you, you have the about. control over the fact of whether they find out about your secrets or not amen all right that was pretty good i think we did oh, some good advice i think so too you were the queen of advice well i'm impressed with of. you Thanks. no you are 
Seriously. Especially that one about the therapist, the love. Mm. Well, that's just, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> no, can't do that. that was really intriguing therapist. to me. I feel like they could have a good TV show about that. That could be a oh, good plot Oh, there's so line. many books written about. I've, <laughs> I read so many books about people like having really like sexual experiences with the therapist and like what happens afterwards. It can lead to all kinds of trauma and horrible things. And yeah, just mm. don't that do it. That sounds awful. That sounds yeah. awful. <laughs> don't do it. It's not worth it. Mm. Um, just a reminder, though, neither of us are um, licensed professionals. So no, we are not. take this with a grain of salt and yep. um, seek professional help if needed. Yes. As you guys know, we are very pro therapy. We have both benefited greatly, greatly. from therapy in our greatly, lives. Greatly, greatly, greatly. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. Yep. Yeah shit works not Good easy stuff. though you have to commit it nope. gets a lot of times it gets harder before it gets better and i think that's where oh, people yeah. lose it is because they'll try for like a month and they're like ah they're not fixing my problems <laughs> i'm like dude you gotta like you gotta open the wound yeah. clean it out it's gonna burn it's gonna sting before you can sew that bitch back mm -hmm. together could be yep. could be years years longer yeah. but you know what plus. it's always worth it it that's is worth true. it yep so yep. even if you're making little progress along the way it yep. makes a big difference in the end sure does all right, guys, that was a nice time. Thank you for opening up, up to us and trusting us to give you some, like we said, unsolicited advice, advice, which I've learned. It doesn't just mean... Okay. That's what I thought, but then I read in the comments like, oh, no, Kendall's right. It definitely means that you didn't ask or that you don't know what you're talking about. Like, But I was like, huh. okay, so then Google fucking failed me. I don't know, people. I think Is it unsolicited that makes more sense because I was thinking like a solicitor coming to your door. Right, you don't want them. Yeah. So it's unsolicited. I didn't come to you for this. Right. A solicitor comes to your door. But they did come to us for this. So it is so, solicited. So it's solicited well, advice. They're asking for it. So then Google fucking failed I think me. unsolicited is more Trash. like, you know, someone's pregnant. You go up to them and you're like, just wait till the baby comes. Make sure you have it. a snoo, blah, yeah, blah, blah. Or you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't ask, but thanks. Or breastfeeding is <laughs> the only way. Oh, That's God. Don't even get me started with that. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Okay. Please. Thanks for listening to our solicited advice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. We love you so much. And we'll see you on the next session. But until then, keep, keep it, it fresh. fresh.